welcome to this week's episode of The Views from the 573 Podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in as always. We appreciate you coming back as we talk about a crazy week in sports. Before we get to all that, of course, I'm your co-host, Ryan McDaniel. Great to be back for another week. And let's introduce our other co-hosts, Peter Lewis, Matt Mormon. Guys, how are you doing this week? Well, I'm doing fairly well. Uh, Peter, you know, we tried recording this the first time and Peter Lewis hacked up a lung, so here's hoping he's <laughs> yeah. doing okay. I think I just realized this is Ohio State week, so uh, it, honestly, dying is more pleasurable than having to watch that game Saturday. So yeah, Ohio State's got a game against Penn State this week. We're going to be talking about everything with college football, the new rankings, talking about Tua getting hurt, what does that mean for Alabama and their future going forward. That'll be around the middle of the show. We'll talk about the NFL, Kaepernick's workout, all the details of that. Talk about Helmet Gate. Peter didn't know what I was talking about first. He had to think for a minute. But talk about everything that happened with the craziness of the Cleveland Browns, Pittsburgh Steelers Thursday night game, and all that ensued afterwards. Talk about all that. But we're going to talk about a couple things here before we get started. We're going to talk a little MLB. I know we said last week that me and Peter joked that it would be a couple months before we talked about the MLB. Well, uh, we're talking about this week because the Astros are up to some... Yeah, the, the Astros are up. Yeah, the Astros up. are up to some uh, sneaky stuff over there. So be sure to, guys, <laughs> if you don't want your signs stolen, be sure to avoid the Houston Astros. So we'll talk about that a little bit. MLB free agency, what's going on there? But first, a couple things off the top with this. So of course, last week we talked about the James Wiseman situation. What was going on there? Of course, James Wiseman was ruled ineligible. Memphis got a temporary restraining order. He played in the next couple games. And so the NCAA has come down with a suspension for him. Around 11 to 12 games that Wiseman's going to get. He's going to be eligible to come back. I believe it's January 12th, January 13th, uh, to start off in the first couple games of conference play for Memphis. And he's also supposedly going to have to pay to a charity of his choice since that was the amount. I was worried for a second. No kidding. The guy's already not getting paid. Somebody pay $100,000? So $11,500 where he's going to pay to a charity of his choice, which was the amount that Penny helped his mom, which Penny paid for his mom to help her move from Nashville to Memphis. And also from Pat Forte, saying that there could be some more uh, harsher sanctions coming down on Memphis in the coming days because of them standing up to the NCAA. So this is where we are at with this situation. Guys, we talked about this last week. Uh, What are your thoughts on this? The NCAA is bad. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I mean, you're... You're against players getting paid, but now you're actively going to start fining yeah. them. <laughs> it, that was my fault, and that was my first thought. It's like this is—I think they just opened a very slippery slope that I hope they they get sued and st- it gets stopped immediately. Because this could get into like I don't know. Let let's say we have a Joey Bosa situation. Could the NCAA sue him for leaving the team? I think. Is that is that a possibility? I mean, you got scholarship and you're leaving the team. How would you pay yeah. it back? I, I think it's 
a thing where because they accepted money, and since it is the same amount, right, right, right. That's my understanding. I, I think so. That it would be their justification. I think it's dumb. Uh, yeah, I think the whole thing is kind of dumb. But yeah, like you said, Peter, the NCAA is kind of dumb. So yeah. <laughs> So this is going to, we said we were going to keep tabs on this and see what was happening. And so this is interesting. Of course, Memphis and James Wiseman, they are going to try to appeal the suspension, see if they can lower it down. And supposedly Wiseman's going to miss some pretty big games, including out-of-conference matchups with Ole Miss, Tennessee, a couple other big ones. He got to play in the Oregon out-of-conference matchup, but uh, he's, he's going to be spent 12 games and going to have to pay that by, which again is, it's incredibly absurd. But yeah, that I believe that's, right on, on the right track that's ncaa's justification paying the same amount that his mom got paid so we'll see where it it's it's a terrible situation i hate it for wiseman who he, he he's gonna be a he's a potential number one pick in next year's draft and he's looked incredible he's looked pretty good in his first couple games uh but i hate it for him uh again this is a guy that really he was a third party to whatever's going on with Penny, his mom, yeah, and all this stuff. I hate it for him. Like, and that, and that's the part that really sucks is it does feel like it could be a bit of a circumstantial thing that he wasn't really a part of very much, right? You know, I, I kind of get the whole punishment because, you know, did the payment allow him to then be more likely to come to Memphis? Sure, but to find him, I don't love. Like, find Penny. It, well, yeah. You know, find mm-hmm. Penny Hardaway. He's got money, which I guess then you could say, well, they don't, and who's learning the lesson, but I don't know. Well, he, I, I don't. The the NCA just keeps burying themselves in just more lack of, I guess, credibility because if I was the NBA, I'd just be like, you know what? Forget that whole one year of college. Everybody, if you feel like you're good enough, come out immediately because it's I think people are going to start looking for a way around the NCA because it's getting a little well, ridiculous here. I think all they've been doing are, the past couple years. There's a couple top five star prospects that are thinking about. It's been done before, but I think you might see uh, Brandon Jennings. Did yeah, Brandon Jennings did it. Uh, I know mm-hmm. R.J. Hampton, who's more recent. He's going to play down in Australia. Uh, Lamelo Ball is playing. I don't even know where he's playing now. But there's been examples. Not the NBA. <laughs> uh, all, yeah, not the NBA, but. There's examples of this, and it wouldn't surprise me if this happened at all. See more players opt for the international route, try to do that. It wouldn't surprise me. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's a bad look. And also, we talked a little bit about this this week, and ring the comment again just and kind of infuriated more on the hypocrisy. So, according to the NCAA, Penny was a booster and all that stuff, yada, yada. Penny helped pays for the Memphis Athletic Hall of Fame to get made, get built, He's the first one inducted. And that technically isn't something a booster does. Uh, it Sure, but it's if, if if that's your defense of him, though, that's pretty weak. Yeah, it is, but... I, to say that he paid for something that a booster doesn't pay for, I mean, he still paid for something. Yeah, but, at the t- but paying for an Athletic Hall of Fame is not like you're paying a player, paying... Uh, somebody's parent to come and coach on the coaching staff or uh, stuff like that. But this is a very bad situation. Bad look for the NCAA. I feel bad for Wiseman. Again, had no involvement in this really whatsoever. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, uh, I guess we'll wait to see him how he does in January and then uh, off to the NBA, which listen, it, he, he's going to be good in the NBA. He's seven foot one. He's got all the skills. Uh, so yeah, so he can get paid in the NBA and get paid handsomely then. But moving on to the NBA, here's one off topic thing that we got to get to. Guys, Carmelo is back. Oh, geez, Ryan. I thought we were going to talk about relevant things today. <laughs> oh, you <laughs> want to know what is relevant? How Carmelo yes. Anthony is playing in the NBA. So, Matt, can you guess what Carmelo's plus minus was in his first game back? I'm going to go with minus 17. Close. Minus four. Minus 20. Oh, it was worse than I thought. <laughs> I, I love Carmelo, Carmelo Anthony. Like, don't don't let this be a um, don't let it be misconstrued on how I feel about him. Like for his career, I love Melo. He's a Hall of Famer. But come on, oh sure, because NBA everybody gets it. Yeah, you know, I actually went on a Twitter thing today about the MLB Hall of Fame. Yeah, uh, the the NBA is the opposite. The NBA everybody gets in. I guess we could get in. I mean, like, uh, like I, uh, on Twitter, I talked about how Alfonso Soriano is. Like not even coming close to being getting in the MLB Hall of Fame. Yeah, the whatever the equivalent of Alfonso Soriano is for the NBA is probably a first ballot Hall of Famer. <laughs> yeah, uh, like it, it's so night and day. The, the WWE Hall of Fame has almost as much credibility as the NBA <laughs> Hall of Fame. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so Melo signs with Portland. I don't know Portland. It's not off to the best start. Not the start we uh, thought we'd see from them. Not do- no, and they and they do need they need something. Yeah, they need they, something. They need something to jumpstart them. Melo's not a bad call for a guy to try. Yeah. To you know, I mean, who's really available at this time? You know. Yeah. Like, who else can you bring in? Sure, let's try Melo. Uh, I mean, just see if the NBA can let him wear a hoodie during the game and see if that and that'll do something. I don't know. No, good old hoodie Melo. Uh, yeah, good old hoodie Melo. Alright guys, moving off from that, let's get to our main topics. And of course, let's start off with the big one, the Astro Scandal. Guys, this isn't crazy. It even got as so far as much as people making jokes about it on college game day. We're like, it, I, I created the sign, but the, I was afraid the Astros were going to steal it or something. <laughs> the Astros are why we can't have nice things. Remember... Back in 17 when they won the World Series, we were all like, you know what? They deserve it. That city deserves it. The organization, fan base, all good. And now two years later, oh, here we go. It was all fraudulent, (laughs) allegedly. Now, I will say this. uh, Every team is stealing signs. It's, how, how can you not? You're literally on the field. Now, the way they did it, of course, it's, you know, a little more in depth. But let's not start, you know, going crazy here and saying, you know, they just created something. No. <laughs> Babe Ruth was stealing signs <laughs> back in the day. This is nothing new. Well, It's just uh, they took the uh, NSA route towards it where literally <laughs> pretty much everything you could think probably had a camera in it. Yeah. So, okay. Basically what it was was the set, they have a camera in center field that's aimed at the catcher's crotch where the, where the signs come in. And then there's a live feed fed to the dugout. And if it's an off-speed pitch, they'll start smacking a trash can really, really loud so the hitter knows an off-speed pitch is coming. But here's the thing, guys. Mm -hmm. Here's what I don't understand. And maybe 
Maybe it's because, you know, the classic, oh, you never played, so you don't get it. How is everyone's signs the same? Yeah. Like, you think about the NFL, right? Let's just compare apples to oranges here, but at least it's at the same, you know, level of being a ripe fruit. There are audibles being called on every single play. There are things being yelled Mm -hmm. out on either side of the ball. There are linemen that are saying things. There are linebackers saying things. The quarterback is saying things. They're all calling stuff at the line, right? They're just using words. And these words can be heard by everybody. And the defense, sure, there's going to be sometimes mid-game where you pick up on some things. I was watching, uh, uh, I think it was actually the Ravens game this weekend. Yeah. Where, you know, in the first quarter, the Ravens used an audible. And uh, it was a run to the left, right? And in the third quarter, the Ravens used the same word. And it was a play action to the left where uh, Lamar then bootlegged to the right and he threw it. Yeah. Why don't MLB teams institute the same kind of idea here and not all use the same signs so that way things like this can't happen? Like, change your sign from inning to inning. You have a whole inning break. <laughs> like, you got time here, guys. Baseball's slow. <laughs> like, you, you got time to change these things. I don't, I don't understand how this I mean- happens. Like, sure, yeah. yeah, Astros, you did something bad, you're going to get punished, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, also, I kind of just think the teams are being stupid if everybody's using... Because apparently, like, if you wiggle your finger, that means it's a curveball. Apparently, like, that's, like, a universal sign. Mm-hmm. I don't understand how there's a universal sign. Yeah. Does anybody, anybody got any ideas here? Yeah. I don't know. It's a tough look for the Astros. And of course, they're coming off losing in the World Series and all this stuff. Oh, yeah. It's it's not good, but like... And I'm not victim-blaming here. I don't... At least I'm trying not to, <laughs> but at the same time, like... Come on! <laughs> uh, Q, yeah. New, Q New England Patriots now, jokes. In their defense... In their defense, for the 17 World Series, six and game six and seven were in LA. So, sure. it, well, there's you, you can't take it, that. It, but again, that definitely means three through five look a little more suspect when they won a well, two of one. Well, let's just compare it to you know like the Patriots, right? Would they have won the Super Bowl even yeah. without Spygate? Yeah, probably. They're a good team, you probably. know. Or without you know, is Tom Brady still the greatest quarterback of all time with, with you know fully inflated balls? I would say so. You know, but mm-hmm. it's a little extra. Yeah. About to say, I mean, Man- Manfred, you know, saying, like, these are going to be severe punishments. Like, I mean, I get you got to do well, something, you know but... you they really should be, because calm, calm yourself specifically, they're kind of shady right now. So you've got oh, this yeah. going on. You've got the whole thing um, that Mike Fires was talking about. Or, or Mike Fires, he was the ceiling sign guy, right? He was the guy who started the ceiling signs. Uh, brought that up. Yeah. I believe right. so. He's a pitcher that used pitch for the Astros. I believe with Oakland now, and uh, he mm-hmm. he like warned some of his teammates and some of his old teammates after he left Houston about about this whole thing going on. But they also Trevor Bauer has accused them of not uh, uh, Trevor Bauer's accusa- accusations are kind of vague because basically he's saying look at the spin rates on these pitchers. And then look at them after they join the Astros. Something's not right here. Referring to Justin Verlander, Derek Cole, 
Uh, Charlie Morton was another one where these guys who've been around for a mm-hmm. long time, well, all of a sudden, like, the basis of their pitches changed drastically after joining the Astros. And then also you obviously have the uh, – the, the the one with the Cardinals many years ago right. with the whole uh, the 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 scouting index yeah hacking getting hacked so like the Astros have got a lot of shady like the Astros are kind of the Patriots here exactly that, that was, they've got some <laughs> shady stuff yeah, going on I, that's what I was gonna say with the stealing signs jokes teeing up your 2007 New England Patriots jokes <laughs> but it's shady in the way where. Sure, it might affect the game, but it's not like, you know... Because I remember when the uh, Spygate stuff first came out, people were talking about, you know... <laughs> were claiming they were going into, you know, sneaking into the other team's practice facilities, like practice fields, like filming right. them. Like, okay, if that was the case, yeah, that's huge. But, you know, s- filming from, you know, the press box... Oh, sorry. Against the rules. Well, apparently. I think the, the part like, against yeah, the, the rules would be more so of the live feed into the uh, dugout. Well, I would say more from the Patriots' oh, okay. standpoint. But yeah, for, again, Houston's going to get something here because, you know, they got caught. Yeah, and they should get something. I let, Let's be real. Yeah. Are they the only team doing this? Probably not. Probably not. You know, are the Red Sox the only team having fried beer or fried beer? Oh, fried <laughs> chicken and beer in the, you know, in the clubhouse? No. Yeah. Who knows? For all we know, Bob Nutt could have tried it, but you know he was using a webcam from two thousand, and you know just or well, not, Bob not, Nutt just like couldn't put together like what the signs meant. <laughs> like yeah. he's got the whole technology set up, but he like thinks that the curveball sign is a fastball. <laughs> uh. What is this baseball crap, <laughs> Bob? It's uh, it's what, what the pirates do. What? <laughs> Who would uh. watch this trash? Well, you can look at the crowd. Not many people are coming here anymore. <laughs> Zingers! <laughs> Got him. Yep. Speaking of the Pirates, uh, Ben Sherrington, the new yeah, GM. Yeah, I like it. I I do too. My only worry is this is a guy who needs more money. Yeah, he's used to and that. And you know Bob's not going to deliver. Because he was with the Red Sox, uh, right? Where else mm-hmm. has he been? Do you know off the top of your head? Recently, uh, he's been in uh, Toronto since 2016. Okay, so I mean, which since 2016, I feel like that the uh, Blue Jays have kind of just gone downhill for the most part. I feel yeah. like their peak was more of like 14 through 16. Oh, early t- early 2010s with Batista hitting you know two home runs. You had him and Carnacion. Yeah, uh, they tra- remember they traded for David Price. David Price is a Blue yeah. Jay. Yeah, I forget about that. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Uh, Peter, I, I feel like feel like that's a team we're gonna look back and be like, how did they not want to roll? Peter, series I do not I tell like you what, this. that really is one. Peter, I do not like this because it gives Pirates fans hope. They don't need a good thing. <laughs> well, they don't need here's the thing. thing: we still need a president. We still need a manager. We still need to know what we're gonna do with the likes of Polanco, Marte, Bell. And Bell, there's nothing to do. John Ho, Bell, I mean, you just go out there and let him play. Yeah. Well, they're probably going to deal Marte, I imagine, for cash consideration. No, Bob Nutt. <laughs> but I will say, I mean, if you're going to hire a guy like this, you you, you probably want to do something. You're not, and especially from his standpoint, he's not he's not going to go to the Pirates unless he probably heard something good. Yeah. Well, and I do I do feel ups. like a lot of times whenever a 
kind of high up exec first goes to a new team, they want to make that splash in year one a lot of times. So mm-hmm. I could definitely see, uh, man, Marte is already 31. I could definitely see uh, yeah. him trying that, you know, making a big splash move this year. Yeah. I cannot believe Stalling Marte is 31 years old. That's crazy talk. So what happens? Well, uh, the Pirates turnaround was between 2011 and 2013, yeah. and then, of course, died in 2016. So yeah, he's now, Polanco is under control through 2023, so he's he's um, plenty locked up. I still <laughs> understand that. I mean, it's cheap. They they must they're like they're like the Pittsburgh media. Eventually, he's oh, going to do something. It, it's been it's six a very years. Cheap contract though. Eight mil this year, then eleven, oh, then yeah, twelve and a half, then thirteen and a half. That's Matt. He's a pirate. Of course, he's cheap. <laughs> uh, Fair enough. They they got rid of a. Uh, Franco Sorelli in the middle of the season, he's like the second highest paid player in the team. You're like, oh, how much? Like $10 million. It's like, wow. That's, uh, that's nothing. So speaking of players that might get paid this offseason, MLB free agency. Let's talk about this a little bit because there's a, there's a couple big names on the market. Well, I imagine you guys know more about this than I do. All I know is Strasburg's out on the market. Garrett Cole is too. Is Rendon out on the market? I don't know. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, Anthony Rendon, he's a free agent. So first of all, like, MLB free agency started, like, five days after World Series. Yeah. And the only high-profile signing so far has been Will Smith, the reliever, going to uh, Atlanta. Right. So, yeah, let's uh, let's see here if I can pull the top 50 MLB free agents here according to MLBTradeRumors.com. So yeah, Garrett Cole, he's the big <laughs> one. I think it's kind of a, a big three at the top. With Garrett Cole, Steven Strasburg, Anthony Rendon. Right. Those are the three guys who, in all capital letters, they're going to get paid. And then you've got Zach Wheeler, who I think is really... He's, like, to me, the best type of free agent. Where I feel like he's still getting better. You know, he's 29. I feel like he's a, he had some injury problems early in his career. I feel like he's still getting better. I feel like those are sometimes the best investments. Versus a guy like Strasburg, a guy like Rendon, even a guy like Cole, there's a chance we've seen their best season. Yeah. Versus, I don't feel like that's the case with uh, Wheeler. You've got a couple guys who are like older guys. Uh, well, also, by the way, I feel like uh, you have Mike Rondall is kind of in that same realm. Mm. Where still getting better, still a really good player. Uh, Jake Odorizzi actually already accepted his qualifying offer from the Twins. So he's heading right back there. You've got a couple of veteran guys who I feel like you can kind of lump together here in... Uh, Madison Bumgarner and Josh Donaldson. I feel like those two are pretty similar in that they're older guys, probably looking for kind of... They're probably looking for the longer deals. They're probably going to have to settle for the, like three-year deals, if I had to guess. Um, you know, they're just not what they used to be, but still very productive. Uh, you got Nick Castellanos. And I feel like him and uh, Marcelo Zuna are kind of paired up together, where it's like productive outfielder, a good middle-of-the-order bat, not good at fielding. AL teams will probably be more interested than NL because the MLB is stupid like that. Um, there's a few other guys who kind of like that. I feel like, you know, Edwin Encarnacion, I kind of put him in the, like the older version of Josh Donaldson where he'll probably end up having to accept like a one-year deal because no one's going to want to risk a second year. But, man, he could be a productive hitter still for you. He's He's still very good. Uh, Didi Gregorius is out there. Uh, 
Dallas Keuchel giving another try at the old uh, free agency this year. Yeah. <laughs> um, Cole Hamels. <laughs> Going to get signed in September <laughs> this time around. Uh, Cole Hamels, I kind of put him with Madison Bumgarner. Veteran, you know, a lot of good veteran pitching out there this year. Yeah. That that, like that's, a, that's a trend I'm kind of seeing, you know, with Hung Jun Ryu, uh, Hamels, Bumgarner. Um, but, you know, I'm, there's, there's those top aces that are kind of excluded from that group because they're, they're a step above. Uh, Michael Pineda is out there. It feels weird calling him a veteran. I feel old. Kyle Gibson. <laughs> uh, Tanner Roark. Julio uh, Tehran. So a lot of those, like, really solid You'd kind of like having them in the middle of your rotation. They're not front of the rotation guys at this point in their careers. Uh, also, Wade Miley's another one, kind of in that same realm. So, a lot of really good, solid middle of the rotation arms, which, as an Angels fan, I love the idea of signing one of those guys along with either Strasburg or Cole. Yeah. Um, I, I think there's a lot of teams that can benefit from one of those guys. Hitting-wise, yeah, it, it really is Rendon's the top. And then I think you've got Donaldson, and you've got Grandal, and you got then you got Castellanos, and you got Ozuna kind of together. And then you've kind of got some lottery tickets, you know? Uh, and probably a lot of these guys will not sign till January, <laughs> to be honest. Well, because, I mean, that's kind of how it works, though, is that a lot of teams, they, they want to wait to see. Like, you don't want to take yourself out on Steven Strasburg. Oh, yeah. Because you signed, you know, Michael Waka. Oh, yeah. Well, I think the winter meetings, that's. Yeah, winter meetings are always a time where. That used to be the big one. Like, I remember about five, six, seven, eight years ago before this whole kind of offseason deep freeze started. The winter meetings, that's where our pool signed the Angels. Yeah. Was the winter meetings. Those used to be the big mm-hmm. ones. Um, that's kind of changed a little bit in the past, let's call it three years, four years now. So, guys, that's where we're at with MLB for agency. We'll see where all these guys sign in the next few weeks, so be sure to tune in for all that. Now, on to some college football. Let's talk about these latest rankings, guys. The MLB Hall of Fame ballot also came out. I meant to, I meant to mention this during our big... Uh, pre-production meeting. Do you want to talk about the uh, MLB Hall of Fame at all? Yeah, let's talk about it real quick because I looked at the list. It does make me feel a little bit old. Yeah, I tweeted about that today. Very, very old. It's a lot of guys who I really enjoyed as a kid that are uh, for, on there for the first time. So the first time additions this year are Josh Beckett, Brian Roberts, Alfonso Soriano, Carlos Pena, Paul Canerco, Sean Figgins, Raul Abanez, Brad Penny, Adam Dunn, J.J. Poots, Jose Valverde, Keith Bell, Eric Chavez, Rafael Fercal, Cliff Lee, Jason Giambi, Bobby Abreu, and the big one, the first ballot, for sure Hall of Famer, Derek Jeter. Ooh. I am so old. Like, Cliff is Lee it, is eligible for Hall of Fame. Is this what middle age feels like? How <laughs> can Eric... You know what, though? Canerco is actually one that I don't feel so bad about. I actually thought he retired earlier than he did. Alfonso Soriano is one. That's kind of hitting me hard. <laughs> but I don't know why. I don't have, like, this big personal connection with Alfonso Soriano, really, like, at all. Like, I owned him on a couple fantasy teams. But, like, I was never a big Soriano guy. But, like, he is one that's just, like, sticking to me hard right now. Isn't this uh, Bobby Abreu? Yeah, Bobby Abreu. 
<laughs> I could have sworn he was still playing somewhere. <laughs> well, Jose, <laughs> like, Jose Abreu um, is with the uh, White Sox. Even the, even that, I just felt like he was like a bench rider somewhere. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't be shocked. He, he he's actually the guy who uh, lost his starting job to Mike Trout. Oh, yep, oh, really? Abreu, he was our right fielder. That's oh, yep, that's right. And, uh, he was a he journeyman. Won, well, towards the end of the time, yeah. Which actually, interestingly, looking at right now, so he actually missed. He sat out all 2013, just unsigned. And they played 2014 with the Mets. Which I remember that I took. Oh, I've had some bad years of fantasy baseball as well. Where like I actually took the chance when Bobby Abreu, like <laughs> re-debuted with the Mets. I remember that. Oh, he played seventy-eight games. He hit one home run, <laughs> 14, Ooh, 14 RBIs. I quickly cut him, <laughs> as you so rightly should have. Yeah, man. But I, I think I think Jeter is the only first ballot guy on this group. Yes. Um, but it really got me thinking about. I, I think I, I I feel like Alfonso Soriano. He's the guy who I think I've decided to call. You know how like, like the joke is like there's the Hall of Very Good. Yeah. Right. The guys who are just going to be outside of it. I feel like Alfonso Soriano is the guy who, while he's playing, because you hear it all the time when you watch any game broadcast. So, oh, this guy's a future future Hall of Famer, right? Yeah, and and they and sometimes I feel like commentators kind of throw that around willy nilly. I feel like Alfonso Soriano is like the epitome of while he was playing, people probably thought he was going to be in the Hall of Fame. I know I did. I, I thought he would be kind of a borderline guy, but I figured he'd get in. Yeah, he's not even getting like sniffed for it. Like no, like there have been plenty of like writers saying like, oh well, here's who I'd vote for if I had a vote, and nobody is putting Alfonso Soriano on that ballot. Yeah. Which I think is kind of interesting. Um, other notables still on the ballot. Um, I believe ten years is the max for MLB. You're I right. Think. Yeah. Uh, Larry Walker is in his tenth year on the ballot. Uh, the the big notables, the big the, the big ones who have been around for a while on it. Uh, Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, and Kurt Schilling all in their eighth year. Uh, Jeff Kent in his seventh. Manny Ramirez, Omar Vizquel, they're in their third and fourth. Uh, Scott Rowland is in his third, and I don't see anybody below that really making it as far as like Billy Wagner, Todd Helton, Gary Sheffield, uh, Andy Pettit, Sammy Sosa, which Sosa, that's unbelievable to me. Uh, he He's just, he's he's almost fallen off for voting percentage purposes. Yeah. So those are kind of the, the big ones that are still out there. Personally, I think Schilling, it, it depends like Bonds and Clemens are getting close, yeah. And Walker mm-hmm. might get that last year push, you know, the old now or never uh, push that you sometimes see guys get. And then I think Jeter, Jeter's first ballot, no question. Yes. Oh yeah. Um, so I think I'm gonna say this year is gonna be. Uh, I think this year's gonna be a three person class. Ah, no, because Kurt Schilling, the problem with Schilling, because I don't believe he was a steroid guy, right? But he's been kind of outspoken and controversial. Yeah. But it's all... Oh, he's, he's, he's definitely that. But, but it's all happened now. Like, it didn't happen while he was playing. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he, he hasn't had any steroid allegations. Just he's had a lot of conflicts, you know, players, management, media. He's had... 
failed companies, and he's, you know, a bit of a yeah. And so I feel like that's going to bring down his percentage. Like, last year, he, he was Which the I, highest uh, percentage of votes that didn't make it last year. Yeah. Which, you know... I get why you don't put, you know, a bonds in because the suspicion. I, I, oh, well, not even suspicion, but with, just like guaranteed. But I, I personally have the belief that yeah. the Hall of Fame shows the history of the sport. And so if you exclude them, you're excluding history. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think those kinds of guys should be in, but I don't have a vote. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. not how I'd vote. It's how will they vote. So I'm going to say this year's class is Larry Walker and Derek Jeter, and that's it. With the caveat of if they decide it's time on Clemens and Bonds, those two get in. Mm. All right. That, there's a Hall of Fame. and so Yeah, there's a Hall of Fame. Sorry, Ryan. I didn't mean to spring that one on you. <laughs> oh, no problem. That was a lot of yeah. baseball. I didn't yeah, how about this. that? Take that, you stupid college football fans. <laughs> well, speaking of college stupid football. stupid idiots. Well, now we're going to go 80 minutes. Speaking of college football, let's talk about these rankings. So, pretty much at the top. All right, fine. Pretty much. They were a simple. This was a simple week for the Canadians. Let's be real. But let's talk about the big caveat. The elephant in the room is Tua Tungvaloa getting hurt Saturday against Mississippi State. Now, supposedly, he, was gonna, that was going to be his last series. Uh, Saban was going to pull him out. Two is like, nah, I'm fine. He gets hurt. Hip injury, gets flown to Birmingham, has surgery. I believe they said three months is uh, the time he'll be out. And they, they did say the prognosis is good. So that's good for Tua, which for Tua, it's probably going to be the last time we're going to see him play college football. So he's going off to the NFL, and it'll be interesting to see what uh, scouts think of him now after this latest injury. And even though he's done well, people, I think people start to wonder – if he is injury prone and all this stuff. So I'm interested to see where that goes. Well, I was going to bring this up. I was going to wait till you guys are done, but you brought it up. So we'll go ahead and do it now. Do you think there's any chance that let's just, cause I think there was pretty much a consensus that Tua, you know, it was take for Tua, right? Like Tua was going to be, if not first overall, definitely top five. Right. What if we're getting close? I'm not sure when they have to declare bye, but let's say we're getting close to that date. And what if everyone, like, everyone that, like, Tua's talking to, and because obviously he's going to get some intel, you know, I don't know if he, he has an agent, like, lined up or not, but he's going to be getting some intel on where he'll likely be picked. What if he's hearing that he's not going to be a first-round pick? Could he come back? I still think he'd declare. No, uh, I think yeah. he's done. I think well, there's no reason to come back. There's also good, uh, so, of course, the tank for Tua thing. But, like, if he falls into that middle range, depending on who that is, and I've heard teams like the Colts, Chargers, depending on what happens with their seasons going forward, if they're somewhere in the middle there. Sure. Like, hey, Chargers, it might be looking like it's time to move on from Phelps Rivers. (laughs) You think? (laughs) (laughs) And and for the Colts, listen, Brissett's not the long-term guy there. So maybe um, that would be so Indianapolis Colts to fall right into another franchise and, quarterback. And listen, you got the offensive <laughs> line there to protect him. Got Casanzo, Nelson, Brain Smith, all those guys up there to help protect him. And he's got decent weapons on offense, and the defense is coming along. But those could be some spots. So I think he stays in the draft if uh, 
if there's a possibility. I, I think even if he's well, a second round guy, I don't think there will be. You know who I thought of? You know who I thought of immediately when the injury happened? Uh, Matt, you'll remember this name. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 2003 Fiesta Bowl. He was going into it. He was a surefire top five pick. Destroyed his knee. And everyone thought, okay, late third round at best. Went first round to the Bills. And oh yeah, but he always. So got, I think teams are teams are willing to make. But, but he kept on getting hurt afterwards. Yeah, like McGahee was never able to stay healthy. I'm saying for the time being. I'm saying at that moment in time. Right, but dropped. I think we're seeing in terms of his. I think value. we see some players get now, dropped Tua, down though because we've seen these things go wrong sometimes too. Yeah, that's what that's what I was gonna say. Tua has had what three injury and uh, four injuries in yeah. two years. And he's had, like, two within this one. Of course, he got the sprained ankle. And and you know what? Here's the thing I'm going to propose to you. And, Matt, you'll know a little bit more about this because it's the Lamar Jackson effect. Lamar, taken at 32, doesn't have as much pressure on him to succeed as some of those that were taken in the top 15 of the draft. Sure, he's going to have some pressure as a first-round pick, but not as much to play right away early on as those other guys would. Correct, but also Lamar's got. I mean, Lamar has a chip on his shoulder when he talks about yeah. being the fifth quarterback drafted in that class, right? Uh, but guys, I gotta tell you though. So I'm looking at it right now. So let's say he would have been first overall, which I think is a fair assumption. You know? Oh yeah. L- let's even drop it down to third overall, right? And in and top let's five say for now, sure. he goes twenty second. Well, mm-hmm. total value of that contract, it's a $20 million drop versus yep. go back to college for a year, prove you can stay healthy. If Tua comes back to Alabama and it goes right, he is right back to the top three. Well, I'll also uh, – Matt Mormon wanting someone well, to stay I'll in college. Well, I'll what point out this? these two things is, one, he's not going to have the same weapons that he's going to ha- have at Bama next year as this oh, year. Oh, they're going to recruit. It's, it's, it's Bama. But, it's but, Bama. But, but they're going to recruit him. But also, this is kind of yeah. like a Jay Clocker effect. Where, of course, uh, of course, the situation's different. Jay Clocker did get hurt in the middle of his junior year like Tua did. But it's kind of like Jay Clocker. Jay Clocker could have potentially been number one pick. He decides to go back to school. Falls all the way down the 10th, and it turns out a crappy NFL career. <laughs> yeah, but thing is, okay, so Ryan, with Jake Locker, correct me if I'm wrong here, he got hurt during the season that he decided to come back for, right? I think I think so. That makes sense. I don't think he got injured during the junior year where he had the chance to go number one. I think it might have been the senior year where he got hurt. Okay. He didn't have, didn't have as good of a year as he'd hoped. That's, I think that's the difference, though, is that he got, like, two is hurt during the junior year. He's got the chance that senior year to rebuild that value. Yeah, that's true. And you, and you talk about you, – and you, you mentioned, like, the Colts offensive line, for example. Well, Alabama should be able to protect you better than any college team because you're not taking on Aaron Donald down here. Yeah. You know, like, I, I think – it actually could make sense for him to come back college for a year. Well, it wouldn't be the craziest thing. And you know what? I uh, Speaking of all these quarterbacks that could be coming out, I wouldn't be surprised if Georgia's quarterback, Jake Fromm, comes back another year. He hasn't had that good of a year. And so I could see him potentially staying. But next year, it, it they might bode well for them to come out this year and have a chance to get that first-round money because next year, 
you're going to have all the teams in on guys like Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, those two guys. And so, if I mean, if Tua comes back, those are going to be three good quarterbacks that these teams will want for next year. And listen, if the Dolphins, they don't take a quarterback this year, they can say, hey, let's suck again for another year, and let's have a chance to get – and we'll have a, probably a good chance to get one of those three guys. If Tua and Trevor Lawrence let, – let's say Tua doesn't get hurt, okay? Right. And let's also say, hey, out of nowhere, random ruling here, Trevor Lawrence, you are eligible for the NFL draft this year. If they're both in the draft together, who goes first? Hmm. I would Probably too, Lawrence. but Lawrence hasn't had that good of a year. No, but he doesn't have the as of this moment in time. He doesn't. Right. Have the I, I, concerns, I took away so. this year's injury. Let, let's take that one away. Okay. First. Okay. 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 Oh, okay. Take okay. away the one that just happened. Okay. Now you if, can include the ones that happened before, though. You. You know, in, in that case, I'm still taking Lawrence because I feel like he's more of a prototype yeah. okay. quarterback. I, I do for think the so, NFL but sinks. if you do take out this injury, I think it it's fifty fifty. At the at the best, okay. And yeah, I should say it. De- it depends on how that draft would look. I think if you pick one, one of them, you won't go wrong. I think they'll still well, be good for you. Okay, Sh- sure, but you know, RG three well, yeah. going to the <laughs> the Redskins. I mean, <laughs> sure, it's it's good for you, but that's a team that's not set up for that type of quarterback because they don't realize, oh. If he gets hit six billion times, <laughs> well, he's probably going to die. Well, you know what? Die. He didn't realize that if he gets hit six billion times, he's probably going to die. Yeah, <laughs> you know that—that that to me is like the biggest difference between Lamar and RG three is that Lamar gets that. <laughs> <laughs> RG, but RG three is there to tell him that. My, yeah, he's literally there to be the example of like if you screw up, that's you. <laughs> that's why I think it's. I do want to say before. I do want to say before he gets lost, uh, I don't blame Saban for no, this. No, I mean... At all. Because, sure, it's garbage time. You don't really need him there. It's old Miss. You're going to be fine. Or, uh, no, Mississippi. Yeah. Mississippi, sorry. But Tua, he wanted to play football. And, you know, it's hard to tell a, an athlete. Well, <laughs> no. and I think we talked on this last week. Because, it's, it's, it's... that the BS of college yeah. football being so, like, subjective of who's... You know, you have to win. If you're playing garbage Mississippi State... You need to beat them by 35 mm-hmm. or else their committee is going to go, well, yeah. why didn't you beat them by more? Yeah. Oh, Matt, don't worry. They claim that doesn't matter, well, but and that's it matters. Like, yes, thanks. So, so you mentioned earlier, Ryan, how, you know, I guess we can go ahead and start on this too, where, uh, you know, how does this injury affect Alabama's season? Yeah. Well, now, if you're the committee, I let's say Alabama goes and wins by 24 every game for the rest of the season. Let's just say they're blowing out everybody. If you're the committee, though, mm-hmm. you're going to say, well, can they, you know, who has a better chance against LSU? A two-less Alabama or a fully strength other team? Yeah. Probably the other mm-hmm. team. Yeah. So it doesn't matter what the that Alabama does for the rest of the year. And he, well, we can't, we can't have a repeat of 2014 Ohio State where these big programs, their third stringer might be the runaway starter at any yeah. other school. So... You can't take that into account because I'm I'm looking at the rankings now, and I think realistically you you cut it off at seven because Penn's well, not going to make I'll it. I'll throw we know this that. scenario out here. So uh, you got the Alabama Auburn game as the last game of the season for both those teams. If Alabama goes in with Mac Jones, their second string quarterback, beats Auburn, then uh, 
we're going to have Georgia and LSU playing the SEC championship. And Georgia will lose that. They're not going to let uh, two-loss Georgia yeah, be number four for sure. Do you go with an Alabama in there, or do you go with, say, like Oregon, who, did, uh, who lost to Auburn, but Alabama mm-hmm. doesn't have Tua? Should that be should that be the case of why like why Alabama should or should not be in because they don't have Tua? For Bama, I think the scenario they want is of course they're safe. Georgia's going to lose no matter what. We know that they're not going to beat LSU. Yeah. Get out of here. I think they I think they should cheer for Utah to win yeah. the Pac-12 because clearly the committee does not respect Utah because that big loss to USC where Oregon yeah. did beat USC. Now, even though USC's ranked now, it's pretty low, and let's be real, I, I feel like I don't even have to click on that link to know it's been a weird <laughs> yeah. year for USC. So I think that's good for Bama to be number four. However, let's say Auburn keeps it close against Bama. Does that help Oregon jump them? No, no I think if Alabama gets a win over them, I think it'll help them regardless. Now, if Auburn, if Auburn beats okay. Bama... Yeah, they're That's, done. They're done. They're done. Go and go yeah. ahead and put like Oregon at number four or whoever wins the Pac-12. Or shoot, it maybe I think maybe How about Minnesota. Uh, yeah, or, uh, LOL, or Oklahoma. No. Throw them in there. If they win the Big Twelve, maybe that's a case. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you if you really don't want a Pac-12 team in there, then put in Oklahoma if that happens. Because I'm like you, I don't think Georgia's going to beat LSU. It's not going to be close. I don't think. Yeah, Georgia. Oh, if if Georgia wins, there's oh, going to be super man. chaos. But yeah, listen, uh, it's going. It, we're in a we're in a listen. The two injury has caused chaos here because now we're questioning whether Bama now be, uh, whether they belong in the playoff, regardless if they went out or not. So, it, and I'm like you, I'd rather have a other team that like Ohio State or Clemson than an Alabama team that doesn't have Tua. Yeah, they got weapons, but. I said this before, the defense is not as good as it has been in years past. Maybe you're starting so many freshmen. But, it, listen, somebody said this year, during uh, before they played Bama, Bama does not look like a championship team. And now that two is out, yeah, they, they kind of don't look like it. We're like, But if they do beat Auburn, you can make a case. But that's, we're going to have to wait a couple more weeks for that. About to say, yeah. I would say... Out of all of this, Bama's best bet now is you count on Georgia losing and you have Utah win the Pac-12. I think that's the best case scenario Alabama. for them. Because I think Oklahoma, I think Oklahoma, they got to worry about the the Big Twelve championship because it's probably going to be yeah. Baylor they're facing, and you definitely know. Well, we're not going to make it anymore. So you know what? If we're going down, you're going yeah. down with us. Mentality. So, in which case, we'd get Alabama and LSU 2.0, and then we get Ohio State and Clemson, assuming they both went out when their title games. So, it's a very weird situation for Alabama. I hate it for Tua. Uh, dude's a good kid. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I think he'll be fine in any scenario. I would I would almost say you kind of should declare yeah. for the draft because, well, let's say you come right. back and get hurt that, again. That, That's then it. Then you're, you're round done. three. Yeah. Sure, you're gonna you're you're gonna lose a couple million falling uh, in the draft. That's I get that, but that's you know 20 what? Twenty mil. The way the NFL draft is set up, it's a big drop. Yeah, and you don't get a chance to get paid for four years. Okay, sorry, man. Technically, twenty, 20 mil, mil. That's a big jump from two. 
That's a it big is. jump. But yeah, it's Again, honestly the, it's the bigger NFL. than the jump from the, mid first round pick to third round. Yeah. Yes. But but again, in the NFL, the bench players in the Bills are making five hundred. Well, then you can. I mean, here's the thing: if Tua gets hurt again, as long as he's physically capable of throwing a football, the lowest I could see it is round three. Yeah. Like that is, I think, the worst case scenario. You know, I just remembered uh, Bradford got hurt his junior year, yeah, still in first did. overall. So the the. These scouts and but owners how, are weird. They're going to take a someone. Someone will take a chance. He's go and how'd that go? <laughs> Not good. He was serviceable, but again, kept getting Which hurt. I think, I think if you're looking at some of these teams in the mid first round, I think you're hoping because the Chargers' offensive line is not that good. It, I think you would be hoping if you're a Tua fan, he goes to the Colts. That's the thing. Who whoever has a good, yeah, I think the Colts maybe second third will yes. pull a trigger. Because they built up a good line that was for Andrew Luck. Right. Yeah. And then, of course, he was like, I'm not trusting you guys in my body anymore. Get out of here. So, yeah, you know what? I think the Colts are really going to get in franchise Isn't quarterback. Isn't that the most they? Colts thing? Well, after the way they, they fell. Oh, my God. You, the guy feels a Titans fantasy. This keep on happening. Well, you're just happy Andrew Luck. <laughs> you guys literally never beat him. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Like, you'll take literally anybody. <laughs> Jesus Christ himself can come in and play quarterback. <laughs> you're like, you know what? It's a downgrade from Andrew Luck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So, listen, Peter, let, let's take a look at last week's games in week number 12. Yeah, what Rapid happened? Fire. Uh, well, James Franklin nearly choked away a 10-point <laughs> lead with 115 left, and Indiana didn't have a timeout. T- tell me Great job, new. James. Oh, in that case, we can just move on. Uh, Arizona State uh, sucks. Poor Herm. Herm well, is not playing no. to win the game. Well, no, I didn't listen, want... he went for the two-point conversion no. at the end. He did try to play the win the game. His players didn't. It's Oregon State. The thing, Herm, how many times? Like, Herm is my guy, right? Like, I, you know, Herm's my guy. How many times have I come on here and ragged on teams for doing this exact same mm-hmm. thing where you you freaking go for two to try to win the game because you won't take your – you'll just go all in on one play, and I I just think it's a terrible mm-hmm. idea. These, they keep on doing it, and it keeps on going wrong. These are the – Especially if college overtime rules. These are the effects of having Marvin Lewis around. Marvin Lewis ruined <laughs> Herm Edwards. I hate that. You know the sad thing about the sad thing about Herm <laughs> is that like five weeks ago he was a uh, one win away from a bowl uh, game. He's still one <laughs> game away from a bowl. Hey, game. he's got a chance to make it up big this week <laughs> against six Oregon. Okay, <laughs> you know what? If Herm did that, oh, oh, the chaos. <laughs> It's not going to happen, but <laughs> Herm, try. <laughs> so, uh, other big matchups. Let's let's real. No one cares about Simo, Illinois. Uh, Georgia beat Auburn. Michigan crushed yep. Michigan State. And, uh, oh, Minnesota. Yep. It happened. <laughs> it happened to the team that does it in the Big Ten. You got your big win. You came to Iowa, well, you and know, you lost. Game. Listen, I I was on Facebook, and I was looking at some of uh, our good friend Jace's comments about this game and uh, about P.J. 
No, Jace. Oh, Jace. Yeah, yeah. Jace. Okay. Like, I, who's Jason? Yeah. yeah, Jace. Okay. Yeah, so I was looking at some of his comments, and he was talking about, like, PJ Fleck kind of lost in the game and the way that he coached this game. Coached this game not to lose. And I was like, huh. These comments. Yeah, you can't do that. It, opposite of what Herm tries to do. And I was like, huh. These comments sound familiar. It sounds like Butch Jones, but I digress. <laughs> Uh, yeah, matchup-wise, that's pretty much it. The uh, score for the college football spreadsheet is yep. up to date. There was a certain miscommunication with how much a bonus uh, point me, is worth. because I'm not good at math. <laughs> <laughs> so, currently, I'm leading 145. Matt, you're 137. Ryan, you're 135 and a half because of your bonus pick this yep. last Which week with Mandalorian. Kind of so, hey, <laughs> I kind of want to take the half point away. Well, it wasn't really a cliffhanger. Well, listen, it was something specific about the Yoda species, but it wasn't it wasn't a cliffhanger. You said another cliffhanger about the Yoda species. <laughs> I don't think there's a cliffhanger off the end of this episode. Peter, we're going to leave it up to you. Not well, cuz Brian gave himself the half point. I kind of agree. The terminology may not be right, but with what Baby Yoda did, I guess it kind of uh, counts. So char- it's so character toward the development end. qualifies as a um, cliffhanger now? Uh, listen, uh, it's something uh, uh, to keep listen, us coming alert, back. Everybody. Oh. Spoiler alert for anybody on this podcast that hasn't seen Mandalorian. Oh yeah, sorry about that, y'all. <laughs> we didn't say what he did, did we? Well, no, we just spoiled Baby Yoda. Okay, it's been out for a week. If you haven't seen it by now, like, I... If you haven't seen the memes, that's your fault. Okay, so quick tangent here. I hate people that are, like, overly sensitive about spoilers on things. Like, the baby, Mm -hmm. the fact that there is a baby Yoda has been out for a week. If you cared, you've seen it. Mm -hmm. Like, it's the same thing about the guy at the bar one time who got mad at me for talking openly about Endgame the weekend (laughs) it came out. You're at a bar. Why aren't you at the movie then? If you if you care enough to get mad at me, leave this bar and go to the movie theater. Oh, hey, Cap picks up uh, Thor's hammer. What? Oh, <laughs> Loki dies. <laughs> yes, yes, he does. Eh, he's getting his own show. <laughs> Moving on to this week, it is Nightmare Game of the Week, the Peter Game of the Week, Penn State, Ohio State. Notice I wrote Ohio State for both of you, and I've already marked it green for correct. James Franklin and this idiot Penn State secondary are going to get decimated. It's going to be a nightmare. I do have a question for you. How many points can I get if I pick Penn State? Ooh, this is a good one. What's the bet here? I'm going to check. Okay, I'm going to check the... ESPN percentages real quick. If it'll load. Okay, there we go. Ohio State has a 84%. (laughs) 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 And the spread is 18. (laughs) Crap. 25 points, Matt. How many do I lose? 25. If uh, if it's wrong. I'm going to be nice and say five. I'm sick of Ohio State. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
That was the worst thing to look at. Eighteen point favorites. Is that what you said? Eighteen. I knew. I knew it was bad. Oh boy. Woo. Wow. Alrighty then. Moving. Moving on. So I changed this game. Wait. The what? What? The Matt game I, of the I week. Changed, yeah, I changed it. To what? To LSU. Well, they're not. Yeah, they don't I play. They don't this week. What? They don't play. Yeah, they. I saw. I I looked it up. They don't play I Ole Miss. The, that was last week. Uh, maybe I was just trying to guess. <laughs> How do they not play this week? I, I mean, there's bye weeks in college. Yeah. Why? We're not even paying these kids. Just run them out there. (laughs) (laughs) Calm down, Saban. (laughs) All right. Well, here, hang hang on, hang on. I have a joke here. Let me make sure I know how to spell it. Uh, I thought I thought you picking uh, LSU during the Arizona State game was the joke. (laughs) Oh yeah. No, yeah, they have a weird one. Oh, they, hang on, I misspelled wait. it. There we go. Orgeron. <laughs> it's, a, it's a Oregon, Orgeron, get it? Well, what's the difference? Wait a minute, they oh, do wait. play. Okay, I I thought they play this week. Well, the, the ESPN, get your stupid well, website together. That was, a, that was the thing that threw me off. All right, uh, it's Arkansas, oh, LSU. that's even worse. Everybody... <laughs> Oh, here, uh, hang on, hang on, hang on. I have this. I have this. Hang on, Peter. Let me just go to. Okay. Let me just see here. ESPN scores. I'm just gonna pick some random game here. Um, let's do. Let me get out of top twenty-five here. Those teams are too good. We don't want any of them. <laughs> let's go. We'll go. Let's go. FCS. Let's do let's do another FCS game for the Matt game of the week here. Okay. Oh, okay. I'm just gonna pick some random FCS team. If I if I'm I can find the FCS one. tab, good lord, they have that buried. <laughs> it's like no, it's it's like they think no one cares. Let's go Lafayette versus Lehigh. Okay. So the three and eight Lafayette, uh, whatever they are. I probably spelled versus those two the completely wrong, four and so. six Lehigh, whatever else they are. Both teams are three and two in the Patriot League. <laughs> um, ESPN doesn't care enough to have the percentages here for us to take a look at. Matt, I would like to re- I would like to request request what the mascot for okay, each team the is. Lafayette Leopards. Okay, Ooh, this is kind of bad. <laughs> the the logo is kind of goofy, but the Lehigh Mountain Hawk. The mm, Mountain Hawks. That's right. That's pretty good. I like that. Yeah, I do too. I will take the Lehigh uh, Mountain Hawks. Ryan, your spelling of Lehigh looks more correct. It is more correct, indeed. Okay. (laughs) Fun fact: that was where CJ McCollum went to school. Matt, uh, Peter, for you, really? Yeah, that's where CJ McCollum went to school. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, am I? Most impressive. So moving on, moving on, the Ryan game of the week. One win away from a bowl game, Tennessee oh, at this- Mizzou, where uh, the big thing to go to Ferret Field is how hot is Barry Odom's seat? The answer, oh, <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> Local radio here, even though no one cares about Mizzou, everyone oh, was mad. Oh. Well, listen, to give Matt some background, Matt, Mizzou has not scored an offense has not scored a touchdown in their last nine quarters. Now what? The last time isn't their quarterback supposed to be good? Yeah. Now, Matt, the last time I checked, you need to score touchdowns and win ball games, right? That that's not true. The Ravens once beat the Colts in a playoff game, uh, fifteen to twelve. <laughs> oh, okay. Nothing, nothing but Matt Stover field goals. <laughs> that, that's you know what the the first Rams game I ever went to was in 06. They beat the the Broncos well, with only oh, that's field like goals. That's like the epitome of mid two thousand Rams and Ravens. <laughs> like, yeah, the Ravens yep. are winning a playoff game with nothing but field goals. The Rams are derping their way with three and thirteen off the foot of Jeff Wilkins. Yeah, yeah, um, but yeah. Listen, Mizzou, Kelly Bryant is supposed to be good, but I don't, I, I don't know. Uh, Mizzou's a crazy situation. They suffered their first home loss last week to Florida. But yeah, they haven't scored a touchdown, or they haven't. Yeah, they haven't scored a touchdown in nine quarters, and they haven't, and they've only scored three touchdowns in the last four games. That's not good. They this team dropped fifty on Cena. Yeah, and that was like earlier. That was early in the season. <laughs> uh, week three, I believe. Yeah. And listen, this is a Mizzou team that lost to Wyoming. Oh hey, they had Josh Allen. <laughs> not this year, but they did have Josh Allen. Oh, <laughs> uh, you guys know where I'm going to go with this. I, 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 Listen, Tennessee's in the same spot as it was to uh, last year, that with a chance to make a bowl game. If they lose this one, they have a chance to go and beat Vanderbilt next week. Uh, the line of this one is seven points, but listen, Tennessee in the second half they've made great adjustments. They've only allowed twenty-one points in the second half. They've shut out two teams twice. I think this is going to be a low-scoring, close game. I'm going to go with Tennessee over Mizzou, but if Mizzou wins, I won't be shocked. This I say that whole thing sounds like the perfect Ryan McDaniel building him up. You can't <laughs> wait to watch Tennessee go win, and you lose to Mizzou. Well, listen, <laughs> you lose to a team who's gonna fire their coach at halftime. Oh uh, well, <laughs> Ryan, listen, I want you guys to win this so you get in the bowl game. So next week with Vanderbilt, week we don't have to hear uh, panic. Well, I want to hear panic, Ryan. Well, I'm Matt, doing this you for your pan- safety. Because if, if you die, it's Peter and Matt. It's a Peter Matt, and Matt episode forever. Matt, you heard Panic Ryan earlier this season. Remember that? <laughs> I do. You ruined the freaking intro. Twice. <laughs> that was going to be a good intro. Great intro, but oh no. Someone got a little too uh, rowdy. Uh, wink, wink. That's my poor transition because this week of college football, it's. Next week is robbery week, so this is kind of just like the get through this week, kids, and then yep. you have all your fun next week. So, rowdy game of the week, Murray State SEMO. We're yep. all going yeah, SEMO. I was at Murray State this past week. That team's not good. <laughs> nope. Ivy League game of the week, Columbia Cornell. I don't think we've done Columbia this year, so I put them in here, and we're all going them because I think yeah. they have a better <laughs> record. Temple at Cincinnati. I'd love to pick Temple, but... Bill Cosby, so let's go Cincinnati. <laughs> Illinois at Iowa. Love it. You already made a bowl game. It doesn't matter. Yeah, go Iowa. Wait, they made a bowl game? Yeah. Yeah. Six That's wins. That's all it takes? Yeah. Yep. 
Well, when you're a major conference. The the poor Sun Belt, you gotta win like eight and still not guaranteed sometimes. <laughs> no wonder no wonder there's so Texas. many stupid things. Oh it's yeah, it's ridiculous. Simo <laughs> might end up in a bowl. Listen, remember a couple years when uh, Seattle won the NFC West at right. seven and nine? This is justified. <laughs> Texas A&M at Georgia. Texas A&M enjoy another loss to a big yep. SEC team. Should have yep. stayed in the Big Twelve. Texas at Baylor. Me too. Give me Baylor here. I think they're itching. I think they're itching for another takedown of Oklahoma. Michigan and Indiana. <laughs> uh, you know, this could be a crapshoot because Penn State beat Indi- uh, Michigan and Indiana almost beat Penn State, so it's kind of open. But give me, give me yeah. blue. Which game are we on? SM. Oh, oh we're getting toward the end of it. Michigan, Michigan. Yeah. SMU and Navy. I know Navy's ranked and all. Actually, no, wait. I think okay, SMU's yeah, yeah, back yeah. in the rankings. Yeah, yeah. It's like 24? Yeah, yeah. There's some, yeah. I hope so. I just wrote that. Uh, give me SMU. CJK5H. For all the I'm kids who remember Navy. that meme. Uh, Pitt and Virginia Tech. I think the ACC Coastal is on the line. I don't care. It sounds... It, it probably is. No one in the <laughs> ACC. Uh, give me Pitt. Why not? Give I'll pick Virginia them for Tech. once. I'm sorry, Pitt. Oklahoma State. Did you guys know uh, Mason Rudolph and James Washington went here? They went here? to college together. They have good chemistry. That's they insane. play football together. Yeah, and you know, they're crazy. actually their teammates right now in the NFL as well. Wow! You, well, can, you can't make they, this up. They were. <laughs> 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 well, this week, their alma mater's going on the country roads to West Virginia. And uh, I think Oklahoma State gets this one. Virginia, yeah. West Virginia's too weird. And then Kansas and Iowa State. Uh, give me Iowa State because it's yeah. not less miles. <laughs> And then because we had to fill in a 15th matchup, Nebraska-Maryland. We're all going Nebraska because why not? Matt, I appreciate you not even capitalizing Nebraska. <laughs> I, I enjoy that. That's funny. That's a subtle way of being like, I don't want to pick this team, but here I am. <laughs> this is when you realize college football games yeah. have to end in a winner. Yeah. And the bonus for this week, how does James Fraud Franklin lose to Ohio State? I'm going to go with O-Reliable here, even though this is not my jackpot uh, score of the week. The usual, Penn State up 10, three minutes to go, they choke it away. Okay. Yep. Matt, you must be funny parties. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you asked, and I answered. In fairness, I I could be like, you know, does does he lose... Do they score less points because the defense is bad? The offense is bad? He less points. Sean Clifford's crying over his Twitter feed. <laughs> he just scores less points than his opponent. Ryan, yours is probably the more realistic yeah, one. Yeah, Penn State stays for a quarter and a half. Uh, big momentum play at halftime for Ohio State. Ohio State then takes control of the game and blows Penn State out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Speaking of the weekly jackpot, it's 45 points this week. Give me Ohio State 45, Penn State 17. Give me a massacre. I am also going to the I massacre. SEMO 38, Murray State 10. And I'm filling in mine late. I'm going Ohio State 42, 
Penn State 17. Okay. So that's college football. This is pretty much an odd week, but don't worry. Next week, it's robbery week, and you know what that means. (laughs) Peter basically puts the entire slate of games on the spreadsheet. Matt, it's your chance to get back in it. This is where I have a chance to make my run to get back in there. Before bowl games happen, and then it gets really stupid. Well, Army-Navy is also my my real opportunity. Yeah. That's where I really... That's why I really shot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> on to NFL. Let's talk about Kaepernick. So, Colin Kaepernick, this situation, uh... yeah. It, so, it's supposedly going to be held at the Atlanta Falcons training facilities, I think, and then it got switched around. NFL made a whole big deal about it. Some team showed up to his workout. I, it was at a high school field. I don't know what it was, where it was, but some teams came out there. 60 miles south <laughs> of Atlanta. 60 miles south in Atlanta with and, uh, Atlanta traffic right. yeah, on the Matt day off. Atlanta traffic. It sucks. Well, I walked through it, so <laughs> my life was fine, but my brother hated it. <laughs> I just want to say this real quick. I know the idea of, you know, both sides being at fault is kind of cliche oh, at this point. This. this was ridiculous. First of all, I don't mean, I don't think we considered it last week when we were covering the uh, whole uh, camp happening. Why is the, has the NFL no. ever done this for anybody else? No, but to be this well, is just weird. I, I think you can make the case that with Kaepernick, this is kind of a first time scenario where it feels like he it is not necessarily needs the help of the league, but like where the league is. He he's not out of the league because of his play. You know, mm-hmm. I, I feel like it's kind of a unique situation. So. I'm fine with them doing this for him, but, uh, mm-hmm. but him straight up like, Oh, the day of, well, you're not going to let me have media, which we all agreed. You should yeah. have had, you yeah. know, a yep. live stream going and the NFL didn't want that. And he decided, okay, the day which, of let's go 60 miles south to high school. Good on, good, well, not necessarily doing it day of, but good on you cap for mm-hmm. getting that live stream. Yes. However, yeah. You can't. You went from twenty-four teams at the NFL to only yeah, eight right. teams showing up, which that's not good. And I think because it was the day of, right, where where that decision was made. It was like I say it was kind of like the uh, the AB Chronicles. It just happened <laughs> yeah. immediately. It all happened so fast. <laughs> um, that yeah, I I do agree with him that he should be able to have that live stream. So NFL, you gotta let them have it, I think. But yeah. if they're not allowing you to have it, I think then the move is probably okay. You do this workout, do another one. Yeah, do another you know, one. like mm-hmm. just to you know, right now have another one that's live streamed. Yeah, and the latest thing I've heard is that his lawyer said that there's two teams. Didn't say which teams they were, but there's two teams that were in contact with them. This is the problem. Both sides want to yeah. control the narrative. That was very clear in this yeah. whole situation. So I don't even believe that for a second. Uh, yeah, and listen, Kaepernick, he looked about he's looked like he stayed in shape. Uh, his throws looked all right. So, yeah, from, from what I understand, the arm uh, strength. My favorite thing, my favorite thing was people who clearly don't watch football but are interested yeah. in the storyline looking at video like, "Look at that beautiful <laughs> pass." It's like yeah, and that's, that's a football what? pass. Listen, he can't what a quarterback listen. does. 
I think the thing here is like if he does go onto a team, he needs uh, like yes, he would be better than a, a lot of these backups in the NFL. But he need if he does get signed, he needs to come in and realize his role is like I'm the backup. But of course, I don't know how much that's going to happen. You know, with media getting into all this and depending on where he goes. And like Matt, you brought up a good point. Like it could be like a Tim Tebow like distraction where people are more concerned about cap instead of like what's actually going on with that team and the set and said locker room where well, he ends up and, and ryan you mentioned that yeah from a physical tool standpoint he probably is better than uh many backups out there yeah however and mm-hmm. i was kind of explaining to rebecca this way this weekend where i would say probably about 90 percent of the nfl teams only carry two quarterbacks right yeah uh the ravens for example carry three but that's a very rare exception okay Let's say you're the Eagles, right? And you got Carson Wentz as your backup quarterback. And you go, Kaepernick looks really, really good. We want to take a chance on him. You know? Okay. So now you either need to cut your backup quarterback or you need to cut a player in another position, which leaves you less depth at that position. Right. Okay. Let's say you decide you're going to cut your backup quarterback because, hey, Kaepernick's better than you, son. Get out of here. Well, what happens if this Sunday, you know, Carson Wentz tears his ACL again? Mm. Then all of a sudden, Kaepernick mm-hmm. comes in on six days being with the team. He can't know the playbook. Like, and that's not even like Kaepernick. You know, I'm not calling Kaepernick dumb by any stretch of the imagination. Literally any quarterback except for, like, Peyton Manning <laughs> would not be able to walk in off the street and be ready to play in six days. Like, we saw no. Car- Carson Palmer, who's very good at understanding offenses. There's actually some really good stuff out there of him talking about Bruce Arians' offense this past offseason. Carson Palmer gets it. He understands offenses. But remember when he went to the Oakland Raiders and they played him like almost right away, and he looked like garbage. Because yeah. he just didn't know what the heck was going on. So it's not a Kaepernick thing there where, you know, I think this is one thing we said last week too about this whole situation where it's week 11. It yeah. takes you a good mm-hmm. four, five, six weeks to figure out an offense. At minimum, figure it out a little bit. Which I think and some even of these, then, you're not going to totally get it. And which I think some of these teams that they do sign, they sign to a futures contract. Like, uh, let's yeah. Well, when the Ravens uh, brought in Ryan Mallett way back in 2016, in the middle of the year, it was a two-year contract. Yeah. So it'd be a similar situation where it'd be a two-year deal. Um, I think he actually might be too old for that futures contract. I believe. I think there's a service time limitation on those. All right. Uh, I think if I remember seeing, I, I think I remember seeing something about that on Twitter this week. Yeah. Um. So I think he, his service time is too high for one of those, but I think it would probably be a two year deal. Um. If it happens this season, I expect it to be in the off season. And I do expect somebody to take a chance on. I think I, Carolina is my new front runner. I th- yeah. I, I I'm down with that mm-hmm. because look, Kyle Allen. He's not looking good these past few weeks. And, of course, Cam, probably looking like he's heading out. Go on and take a chance. And, listen, well, Eric, and Reed, Eric Reed is exactly. there. Yep. So, you know the locker room has had – whatever conversation needs to be had in the locker room has already been had. Yeah. Right. So, exactly. I, I think that's the place. Yeah. So, we'll see what happens with this. But, like, yeah, this whole thing was just – but yeah, and, and Peter, I agree with you one hundred percent though on the whole. People not who don't watch football saw him chucking a ball. Sixty yeah, because there was one. Uh, I don't remember who it was that posted, but somebody posted a video, and it was like a sixty-yard bomb. 
but you could physically see yeah. the receiver like adjusting to the ball in the air. Yeah. And he like yeah. kind of underthrew the receiver as well. Like it was like Kaepernick, whatever you want to say about him, whatever. But he has a cannon for an arm. Yeah. Like oh, his yeah. arm strength has like never say, been a question. And he underthrew this guy at like sixty yards down the field. And you saw <laughs> I think I think it was Bruce Ellington like adjusting to the ball, like slowing down. Again, on a sixty yard pass. Um and this yeah. person was like, Oh, he just threw this ball sixty yards. How's he not in the NFL? I'm like, because they can all throw the ball 60 yards. I think I saw the exact one. I clicked their profile and read the description. I was like, yeah, that's the person I would expect to yeah. write that comment. So, <laughs> but here's the thing. Is there, is there things to like about Kaepernick's game? Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree. But here's the thing. Callan Kaepernick is not a football player anymore. He is a messiah. <laughs> <laughs> he wants to play football. Maybe. I, I'm not even sure about that anymore. I think this is just an elaborate, you know, a, he wants attention. We get that. Because he has a cause he's passionate about, and that's fine. But it's been three years. Take it so, You don't need the NFL anymore. Yeah, and the NFL doesn't need him. Listen, the NFL will be here, was here long before he got to the NFL, and the, and the NFL will still be here long before he, uh, long after he's done. That's what weirded me out about the whole situation. It felt like the whole Kaepernick thing I was agree. done. Like the whole the situation. Like it's sure there's people gonna like every now and then be like, you know, like uh, the not sports center. But I don't know why I oh, fall it, anymore because every time a quarter something happens to a quarterback, it's like, where's Kaepernick? Yeah, not not sports like, center oh, for has eggs. and they just repeat them. It's like have you ever seen the uh, the Barry the per- guy? Yeah, He's got like six jokes. <laughs> it's just the same ones yeah. over and over and over. Yeah. It's ridiculous. But hey, it's probably going to happen in the offseason. Yeah. And if it's Carolina, yep. it makes sense. Just just don't be surprised, Carolina, if it's a little more to, little more, uh, yeah. to handle than you expect. Um, so, um, yeah. One other thing with Cap, too. Um, from what I understand, though, he basically did look like the same player. He still had the legs. He still the arm. He was still kind of inaccurate. Still a little inconsistent. He looks yeah. healthy. I'll give him so, that. He's, he stayed the, the in shape. shape. I'll give him that. Fine. I do still wonder... You know, how is he at reading coverage? You know, that's something he was never very good at, was reading coverages. He was never very good mentally staying on time with the game. And that's not something you can simulate. That's not, you can't really simulate that Mm -hmm. until you're in. So that's still a question I'm going to have. And that's a question that cannot be answered until he's on a team. Mm -hmm. So we'll just have to wait Mm -hmm. and see on that one. Yeah. So let's take a look at the, uh, look at the games that happened in week 11. Peter, what happened week 11? I don't know. I got a real headache all of a Did sudden. You I don't uh, know what happened. Yeah, wondering. <laughs> oh yeah, Mason uh, and what? Miles had Wait, a little Peter, bit of a scuffle. Did you get hit in the head with a helmet? I'd rather than uh, I'd rather get hit in the head with a helmet than watch <laughs> Penn State this week. <laughs> <laughs> or remember that Mason Rudolph is going to be the quarterback uh, for the rest of this year. Yeah. So yeah, let, let's get right into that because uh, yeah, hell that was game. something. <laughs> That was that was that was different, Browns. <laughs> Even when you win, you lose. What a what a shock. Uh, so yeah, let's uh, let's be real. I I feel like everybody has seen yeah. that play. They've it's been broken yeah. down entirely. Let let let's agree on a couple points. As as the ball came out of Rudolph's hand, Garrett was kind of going for the sacks. He yeah. could have stopped yes. potentially. But he decided, well, let's let's follow through, and it was yep. garbage time. So as he's on the ground, 
Rudolph is probably yeah. understandably It's garbage time. The game's lost. I'm a backup on a team. I got these <laughs> in Missouri joking about me and James Washington. <laughs> At that point, and he, he had four interceptions yep. that night. It was a uh, what they call a bad football game <laughs> yeah. for a quarterback. Which, by the way, From- I think everything that's happened to this point is, is very much mm-hmm. just a regular play. Like, it may be a personal yeah. foul, sure, but this is not... You see this in every single football game. Yeah. What, everything that's happened so far. Yes. And listen... Is it under... I think it's, it's understandable to say Mason Rudolph is well, probably listen, not a half. And one of those interceptions was supposedly going to James Washington. Uh, listen, <laughs> I don't know if you guys heard this, but they have chemistry together. It's supposedly good. Hey, they, they play together. I don't know. Yeah, they were roommates. You know, actually, James Washington, <laughs> you, know, you know how you know they have such good chemistry. While Mason Rudolph was getting hit in the hell with a helmet, James Washington was wearing a helmet on his head. <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting a week to say that joke. <laughs> it it okay, landed good, good, good. Just like the helmet to Mason Rudolph's head. Oh, no. Uh, Got him! And listen, Washington, when he saw what was happening, he came to Rudolph's defense. Of course he did. Well, it's like they play, It's like they have chemistry. Yeah, they work together very well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So back to the play. <laughs> so Rudolph's on the ground. He's kicking him. He's try- He, in yeah. fairness, tried to take Miles yeah, yeah. Garrett helmet off first. Which, that's a personal Ab- foul. Absolutely. Maybe a fine. Maybe NFL's like, hey, no. Bad backup quarterback. <laughs> Just wait till Big Ben gets home. <laughs> Which, I-, I agree, though. Yeah, personal and then foul. Of course- but again, this is nothing outside of a typical football game. Like, this is all no. stuff you could see and on then- any given Sunday. Yeah, and then after that, of course, Garrett commits the well, personal foul, which, not, of course, the refs are like, hey, not y- Wait, w- well, which which thing? What are you talking about? As uh, as Miles Garrett is taking the helmet off. Right? Well, first he gets lifted up by two Steelers linemen. Yeah. Uh, and Rudolph comes, and Rudolph then... DeCastro and Pouncey. No, not Pouncey, actually. Because Pouncey was kind of away from the play. Yeah, it was... I think it was it was DeCastro and whoever the right tackle is. I... Oh, uh... No, the, he's the, a left the tackle. Uh, it's somebody else, but oh, yeah, okay. the, like... Oh, man, the, let's talk about what happens after he takes the helmet off. Well, hang on, we're not there yet, though, because... Oh. when So the two linemen pick up Rudolph, or pick up, pick up, uh, what's-his-face? Yeah, Garrett. Uh, Garrett. And then mm-hmm. Rudolph... This is where I think Rudolph crosses his own line, and where Rudolph deserves the fine is now the linemen have been picked up and are kind of taking him away, and Rudolph kind of charges at the point yeah. and at the situation. So I think yes. this is where the whole, you know, and it's BS, the whole butt Mason thing, but this is where Mason deserves the fine because he kind of comes running along. Like, this whole thing gets kind of extinguished. If those two linemen just keep on taking Garrett away and Rudolph doesn't come charging in, yeah. Again, not blaming. Okay, Mason so here. I'm ba- I'm back to video. So the the linemen actually come in because uh, as Garrett and Rudolph are wrestling on the ground, Garrett's already in the try and right. take his helmet off stage. So of course, uh, Which he gets let's it see all. that's oh F- Feller Feller's the guy. So Feller and DeCastro, they're holding him back. 
Mason Rudolph, and maybe his best play of the night, sees the opening and goes for <laughs> it. <laughs> so now he's near DeCastro. Now Pouncey's running in. The swing happens. DeCastro's like, yeah. whoa, buddy. Swings him down, and here comes Pouncey. <laughs> and then, of course, uh, uh, the other guy from uh, uh, Cleveland. Oh, Oh, and Joby, yeah, he comes in for the push, which you know, kind of weird. Yeah, that, that's a cheap, but like on the push there, yeah, I feel like not gonna lie, that's kind of yeah, weak. <laughs> yeah, I feel like a game's a little much, but I don't know. It, but yeah, well, let's, let's James get to the main Washington event was coming to his very... defense right after that. We already made the <laughs> joke, Ryan. <laughs> well, again, they have chemistry. So yeah, the the hit happens, which uh, woo, yes, lucky it was uh, yeah. the part of the helmet that the, the was the part that's that's supposed to be on your head, yeah, and not the part yeah. that's supposed to be like facing the other direction. I gotta say, if uh, if your friends would not fight for you like Pouncy does, they're probably not good <laughs> friends because uh, that man looks. In angry. my friend's defense, they're not built like Marquis Pouncy. Like if <laughs> I were, it, 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 let's say Matt Mormon is in a fight with Miles Garrett. I'm not expecting my friends mm-hmm. to come to my aid because Miles Garrett <laughs> can kill them. <laughs> but when you're Marquise Pouncey and you're my friend, I expect you to come to the fight. Yeah. Because you can do some <laughs> damage, my friend. <laughs> and, yeah. and here's... yeah. I will say... Go, go ahead, Peter. I will say, uh, even though Miles Garrett's been getting dragged through the mud, deservedly, oh, yeah. I will say, the moment he threw that into Cash Twin on the ground, he stopped. Yeah. He was like, I, yeah, I messed yeah. up. Like he, he he took his punches like a man. I'll give him yeah. that. Cause you know what, Mason, again, I feel like they kind of cancel out because it was kind of a cheap tackle in garbage yeah. time, and of course Rudolph start. Rudolph did, I think, initiate I, a lot of the, uh, bad blood. But but all Miles Garrett's hands are not completely clean. Though that happens between Rudolph and Garrett in that part of it, though, yeah. I think it's just personal foul flags. Maybe maybe a exactly. fine. Okay, maybe. Oh yeah, NFL's like that was bad. Especially naughty, naughty. A prime time game where you know everybody's watching. Yeah. Okay, sure. If yeah. there can be fines on those, whatever. Where I think Mason definitely crosses his line though is where so after he gets picked up and the helmet gets yanked off Mason, I think if you're Mason Rudolph, mm-hmm. I get it. You're angry. You're mad. I don't think you go charging. You lost. You don't have your helmet on. He has your helmet in his yeah. hand. Yeah. What do you think is going to happen just, to your son? It, it was yeah, almost riding it itself. Yes. Go get the ref. Yeah. Be like, what the d-? You know at that point. You know. Once your helmet gets ripped off, you know at minimum, Miles Garrett's getting ejected. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At minimum, yeah. he's getting ejected from this game. He's probably getting suspended at that point alone. Just yeah. just throw, mm-hmm. throw your hands like he did after they swung. Get the ref's attention. Be like, hey – What's going on back here? And then this whole thing from that point on gets, you know, because also, like, once your helmet is off, you are at such more of a vulnerable point. Yeah, you are. Especially when you just had that yeah, incident yeah. a month yeah, ago. you just had a concussion. You just <laughs> almost one. died. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so, again, it's not. I, I don't like the idea of coming across as, like, victim blaming on Mason because... Yeah, Mason never should have... I mean, suspension should have never been in the cards for Mason Rudolph. Those people are idiots. Mm-hmm. But Mason yeah. does cross a line on his own there. He does deserve a fine. Mm-hmm. 
obviously it's nowhere yes. near as egregious as what Garrett does. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and honestly, yeah. here's here's the thing. Here's the thing, Browns Twitter. Yes, Mason Rudolph deserves yes. some blame. I'm going to give you that. But it doesn't excuse what Miles Garrett did. You idiot yes. state. Well, listen. And, and, for, <laughs> and same goes for Pouncey. Like, Pouncey, Pouncey comes in yes. swinging. But honestly, I don't blame Pouncey for coming in swinging at all in no. the first place. But once, but once they you get him on to. the ground, once that happens, you're fine. Once they get him on the ground and you start kicking, and you jump and you that's you get a, down that's on your knees and start, yeah. you know, trying to just Donkey Kong the man. <laughs> yeah, I I feel like he deserved more games for that. Yeah, that was a little I, much. I agree. I think that's where Pouncey then crosses his line. He got off a little easy, I would say, because I was honestly calling for rest of the season, maybe a couple games in the next season for both. Yeah, and Garrett, I mean, God only knows. There's a chance Miles Garrett never plays again. I think he will eventually. But... He will. Haslam <laughs> hasn't fired him. It, And you know what? Here's the thing. This was the perfect yeah. storm. This was as perfect as a storm as you can get. It's a rivalry game between AFC North opponents. It's been a rough yep. season for the Browns. They had it's all the a, expectations. It's, it's, it's it has gone anywhere. Time, so everyone's watching. If this if this happens for the Steelers, you have a backup quarterback at, who we're joking if this about every on a week. Noon local game where there's no you know where Tony oh, Romo's yeah. not there. It's not <laughs> nearly as big of a deal. Mm-hmm. And listen, these two teams play each other no. next week. That's also not great. Yeah, yeah. And like, I think if you're going to suspend in Pittsburgh, like, I no think Ogan Joby's suspension was kind of weak. But if you're going to suspend him for one game, yeah. just suspend him for two. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you, you know, know <laughs> and you know what else we took away from this game, everybody? This fight led to Baker May- Mayfield making some leadership comments yes. after the game. He's looked like a leader for the first time this whole season. Uh, yeah. And I yeah. tell you, I've been with somebody who has been very much of, I'm kind of waiting for uh, the Baker to blow up. Because we've seen it in college. We, we mm-hmm. know that he can be a hothead. And... I am incredibly impressed. Yes. The, mm-hmm. and, and you know what? Odell is another, Odell and Jarvis both basically agreed with him. Yeah. In the locker room after the game. Yeah. Like, I've been the one who's kind of said, well, this can definitely blow up in their face. Like, I'm just waiting for Odell to start complaining. You know, like, it'll happen. Oh, my goodness. Like, that's fantastic that those <laughs> guys all just kind of said, what are you doing, man? You're hurting the team. You're making us all look like idiots. Mm-hmm. This is why the Browns. You know, this is why every joke we make about the Browns is true. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. Literally, literally opening for the segment, even when yeah, they yeah. when they lose. <laughs> but you know what? You know what, Browns fans. Mason Rudolph is getting punished because you know why he has to still be the steel, yeah. Steelers I quarterback. Agree. And you know what? I was so this game. This was, game was almost over, and I was actually about texting you guys that I think Mason Rudolph. There's no denying it. There's no hiding it. I've been very anti-Mason Rudolph. He's and, bad. And I he's was bad. right. He is bad. He's trash. He is not good at being a quarterback yeah, in the terrible. NFL. And he is not the answer. I thought he should. I, I, I remember telling Rebecca when he threw that fourth interception, I'm like, oh my. Like, Devlin Hodges gives this team a better chance to win. Yeah. He really <laughs> does. And I thought coming out of this whole situation that, yeah, Devlin Hodges should be the new starting quarterback for the Steelers. That's not going to be the case anymore. No. Like, no. weirdly, this has given him some job security. Yeah, it is. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> it's weird. It's dumb, but it did. All I can say is uh, next week's game between these two. Oh, That's boy. Be fun. Yikes. 
It's gonna it's gonna be Ravens Steelers playoffs, but they're actually trying to hurt each other. Uh, yeah. All right, Peter, what happened in Week Eleven besides Helmet Gate? Uh, well, we we all made up for our disastrous Week Ten yeah. picks tenfold. Ryan got every Woo, single incredible. pick right. I missed one. Matt missed two. It was a uh, it was a good week for the us five seven three years. Yeah, uh, we look smart nipples. again. <laughs> Freaking dirt machine. <laughs> So yeah, uh, the week that was Centennial game, Patriots Eagles, Pats win. Anything we really need to say about that uh, one? Other than the uh, the Eagles are the greatest one hit wonder of all time. Offense looked any good at all? No. Um, Eagles yeah. have a very easy schedule coming up, so that's oh, yeah. good for them. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Cowboys Lions Dak Prescott he's he going to get paid they soon. Look- also. I like to make a complaint to Jerry Jones. Why in the world is Michael Gallup and Randall Cobb getting more catches than well, Amari Cooper? Are you trying Darius to kill Slay me? Was covering Amari Cooper. So mm-hmm. and Darius Slay's legit top five corner. So Dad, oh, yeah. being the good quarterback he is, just threw to other guys. It was a one game thing. Dak, Dak. I drafted OBJ. I, I can't <laughs> afford this. Uh. <laughs> Jaguars and Colts. You know what? This is what the Jaguars deserve for benching our Lord and Savior, yes, Gardner yeah. Minshew. Freaking Nick Foles. Jets and Redskins. Yeah. The Jets won. It's like, what, number, number two? two? Yeah, number two I or three. three. Yeah. I think three. Washington, uh, have fun yeah. with an early round pick. Texans oh and Ravens. I thought this I would be close. Uh, it, it was, was uh, it was pretty much the Ravens Browns game, but in favor of the Ravens. This was I tell you what I went into last week thinking Russell Wilson's MVP. I love Lamar. Mm-hmm. He's been incredible. He's been awesome. But Russell's putting a worse team on his back, and he's got you know better passing numbers. Like, I was like, okay, it's Russell. No, Lamar Jackson is MVP. Mm-hmm. Like if we're voting today, it's Lamar Jackson. So, I don't even know oh. how. You can go any other direction. That hype speech from uh, Mark Ingram <laughs> sold it for me. But I mean, forty-one to the Texans well, is, are good. Yeah, they are. And we beat them forty-one yeah. to seven. This Ravens team, there's something special going on here. Looking just away from the Ravens' offense, the Ravens' defense—that was my I most know. surprising thing. Yeah. I thought between Deshaun and and uh, uh, oh, I, had, I had him on my fantasy team last year. Thank you. Yeah. Well, and early wow. in the season, this Ravens defense, I was texting with my friends. I called it the worst Baltimore Ravens defense that I have ever seen. Mm. And that mm-hmm. was true earlier this season. We gave up 40 points to the Browns. But since then, we yeah. signed a couple linebackers. Uh, Josh Bynes, who used to play for the Ravens, so he knows the system. LJ Fort used to play for a couple of the Ravens assistant coaches in Philly. So he knows he's kind of familiar with the system, so they both kind of easily slid in. They obviously had the big trade for Marcus Peters, and uh, Jimmy Smith came back healthy. Mm-hmm. And all yep. of a sudden, this mm-hmm. defense is looking like a top unit. And when you factor in that Lamar, is... and they run, you know we run the ball so much, very similar to last year, we own the clock, the defense can stay rested. This is a good football team. This is probably the best team in football right now. No, I, no I think the Saints asked. are the only other one that makes a case. 
Yeah, and you, and you know what, Matt? Sure. Shout out Fair to enough. Lamar for creating the meme with the sunglasses on. I appreciate it. <laughs> well, that was two weeks ago versus the the, the Bengals, right? Uh, yeah, but I still appreciate it. Oh, it's fantastic. That that that, that That's a good one. Yeah, that is. <laughs> every, every game we review after this kind of is weak in comparison. Broncos, Vikings, Vikings yeah. win. Bills, Dolphins, Bills win. Rams, Bears. Remember how this matchup looked yeah. great at the beginning of the season? Yeah. This was sad. Mitch Trubisky was pretty much just like, nope, yeah. not anymore, son. Matt Nagy, uh, I gotta say, he's throwing him under the bus a little too much. Sure, Trubisky's not playing well, but come on, Nagy. This yeah. is your fault, too. What now you say? Just, just, I think, I think the bench at the end. It's well, like, come on, man. He's, it's he's over. Hurt. Trubisky hurt his hip. Yeah. Yeah. Did he? <laughs> All right. Yeah, he was, he was bent because of injury. Sure. Chiefs and Chargers you, you in don't Mexico. Me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I I believe your reasoning. But when it comes to the Bears and an injury report, I'm right. like, sure it was. Yeah. Sure it was a hip injury. <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not disagreeing that that you was your. You have the information correct. <laughs> no, no. I, I'll believe. I'll believe the information you have gotten. But from the bear standpoint, where the season's at right, right. now, yeah, sure, bears. Sure, <laughs> yeah. it was a hip injury. Yeah, sure. Uh, Chiefs, Chargers in Mexico City. I was amazed. The Chargers have yeah. fans. <laughs> And well, they're seven thousand feet so above I altitude. I talked to Rebecca about this idea too. Uh, what if the Chargers become like an international traveling team? <laughs> like two games in London, two games in Mexico City, two games in Toronto, and two games—I don't know—wherever else you want to throw them. St. Louis, sure. Uh, Cleveland, so they can get a real football <laughs> well, team. Oh, you Bur- can't give them the Chargers and call that a real football team. Well, listen. Uh, Phil Rivers is going to have a job figuring out what he's going to do with his family. All those nine kids of his. Probably soon to be ten. Did you see that look on his face? (laughs) (laughs) Not my joke, but I like it a lot. Uh, All right. Week 12, kids. Let's wrap this up. Colts and Texans, I think the Texans get a rebound here. I, let's be real. Once you get embarrassed like that, you, yeah, you got to step up. Oh, uh, Broncos Texans. and Bills. Yeah. Sorry. Oh. oh, yeah. Sorry, I just recovered a fumble in Madden. Sorry. Yeah. Oh. Well, just take your helmet off and beat the guy. Let him know how No, guys, I think Miles Garrett is a big fan of NFL Blitz. <laughs> <laughs> What what was that like M rated football game from back in the day? It's like back oh, no, or something, Blitz. wasn't it? Or oh, uh, Blitz? yeah, okay. Blitz the league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, where you could like put your players on steroids and stuff. Matt, this would, yeah. that would yeah. be the more appropriate game to play during your whole Miles Garrett thing. <laughs> Broncos Bills. I would rather get hit by Miles Garrett than watch this game, but Long I'll pick the Bills. the Bills. Yeah. Panthers and Saints. Uh, give me the Saints. Yeah, I like the Saints here. Panthers. 
the Panthers, simple. The Panthers have leveled off here. So, yeah, Saints. Mm-hmm. Russell Wilson versus the one-hit wonder to end all one-hit wonders, the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, I trust Russell more than Wentz at yeah. this point. Now, it's a little unfair to Wentz because uh, Alshon Jeffrey is basically the number one. Yeah, I think he's, he's hurt. Still. And you know what? It's, it seems like Matt it's is fair. trusting uh, and Nelson Aguilar catching some footballs this week. <laughs> well, to be fair, that was a hard pass. But the yeah. West Coast team coming to the East Coast for a noon game. Give me the Eagles. All right. I wouldn't be surprised if that happened, but I'm going to see Hawks here. Let's see. The next game, we got the Centennial game, which is the Raiders and Jets. It's apparently the Heidi game. Let's see what's so special. Uh, This looks... What is this? This looks like a general football Uh, game. Yeah, but... Wait. It got its name for a decision by NBC to break away from its coverage on the East Coast to broadcast the television film Heidi, causing many to miss the Raiders' comment. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> what kind of centennial uh, crap is this? Well, besides that point, I'm going with the Raiders here. Oh, yeah, give me the Raiders, too. John- <laughs> Chucky yeah, did it. What? I-, I was wrong. I was John wrong. John Gruden <laughs> is going to be a top three finisher for Coach of the Year. Yeah. No, they look to win the division. If Philip <laughs> Rivers throws three interceptions instead of four, they're tied for the division lead right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Like, if the yeah. Chargers win that game, the Raiders are tied with the Chiefs at 6-4. and four. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. I can't believe it. Yeah. <laughs> so much so I have to go to the next game just to get my mind back on track from how yeah. crazy that is. Oh no, it's Dolphins and Browns. Uh, womp womp I'm going womp. Browns. Uh well, I don't know. They lost their first round helmet <laughs> thrower, so might be a little weaker. Uh, but I'll take the Browns. Jaguars at Titans. Uh Ryan, the Jags have not beaten the no. Titans since like what? No, they beat them this year, earlier this year. Oh, they did? Yeah. Oh crap. Yeah. Who do I well, pick now, listen, then? Jaguars, they did sit Garner Minshew, so you take that into account. Yes, however, the Jags no longer have Jalen Ramsey for Hunter Henry to run over. Uh, Hunter Henry? Derrick Henry, Matt. Come on. Hunter Henry, Derrick. Man, I have been so bad at these names tonight. What the <laughs> heck? <laughs> hey, it's... A... Hold on. I, I'm opening the wheel. I'm going to spin it to I put the times, I guess. Like, I don't even really know. It... it... I wouldn't be surprised if the Jacks went the way to win this game. <laughs> I'm Peter, going... is your wheel done yet? Uh, uh, the wheel picked oh, okay. the Jaguars, yeah, so I, I'm going to go Jaguars. <laughs> so I, I have a fun fact for you. So we have, Ooh, we like have our facts. three uh, primetime games remaining. Yeah, The Thursday night, mm-hmm. uh, Sunday night, Monday night games. I believe I saw on Twitter earlier this week that this is the fourth time in the Super Bowl era... Since they started doing three primetime games a week, that all three primetime games are between two winning teams. Or teams with winning records. Wow. Okay. Nice. Actually, you know what? Thursday night game is Colts and Texans, isn't it? Yeah. So I lied on which the three teams, three games they were, but that fact remains. (laughs) (laughs) All right. 
Cowboys at Patriots. Guys, I'm going with the I'm going with the America's uh, team, the Patriots. I'm going with the OG cheaters, the yeah, Patriots. I, I'm I'm just taking the Pats. <laughs> I think it, I think if they were still undefeated, maybe I could see the Cowboys winning. But once the Patriots finally lose a game, they're kind of deadly. So yeah, Patriots. Sorry, the Dak. Packers 49ers on Sunday night. This is an exciting game. I'm going with the 49ers here. This would be a good win to bounce back after losing to Seattle. Shoot, they almost lost to Arizona last week, which... I was just going to say that. They they did not look good last week either. Yeah, no. Mm -hmm. So, I'm going with the Niners here. (laughs) I am as well going with the 49ers because I don't care about this game. Oh, Pete, you don't care about this game? I mean, that's like the top two seeds in the NFC. Okay, all right, there you go. Um, I will say the 49ers do not yet have that statement win. Yeah. Uh, I, I would. They really have not beaten anybody, and I don't think they beat anybody this week. I don't think they beat anybody the week after. I don't think they beat anybody the week after that. Mm. I'm, so Ooh. give me the uh, Packers here. All right. Matt's yeah. jumping ship. Ooh. Sorry there, Jimmy G. I love you. You're beautiful. You're gorgeous. My girlfriend loves you, but... Hey. Sorry. Hey, call him by his real name. Aaron <laughs> and his boyfriend. You put the apostrophe in the wrong spot. Well, uh, hey, listen. Matt's Whatever. not jumping ship on this next game. Not, not by no, one shot. No, I am, I now, am here's, captaining this Here's ship. something. Matt, you want to see something I do care about? Give me Lamar Jackson, <laughs> Oh, yeah. You know it. Yep. This man is... He's too he's good for incredible. this league. He... he Oh, and, and, oh man, I I love so much about this Ravens team, and it it all starts with Lamar. Yeah, I'm going Ravens. Matt, I actually want your Ravens that's, to that's win for weird. once. Like oh, the whole thing. Oh, that that's dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's <Yeah>. dangerous. <laughs> You're playing with fire. Oh no. You know what? I'm kidding. I want the there, Saints to win. There they we go. Pick. I feel much better about it now. You know what? Oh no, no no even 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 better. I want the you know, Patriots. My, to my win. Super Bowl pick is sinking ship, the Chargers, so yeah, I don't oh. care. Yeah, that's a <laughs> Hey, my my Vikings pick is looking sneaky good. Yes, it is. Yeah. Shout like, out to... Now the Rams getting to the NFC championship's not happening. But yeah, no. That Vikings pick, they have come alive. <laughs> yeah. Uh I feel the Eagles are not making the NFC championship. Oh, they man. could. I doubt still it. in the division, and then you just got to win a couple playoff games. They got a chance yet. Uh, Ryan, right. I tell you what, I would like. So you had Philip Rivers as your preseason MVP. Yeah, <laughs> I would like your odds if every interception he threw was actually a touchdown. If you just like, if you just like flip those numbers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which, by the way, since we started this podcast, Philip Rivers just threw seven. Oh wait, he just threw another one. Make that eight picks. And, and he just had podcast. And he just had two kids in the process too. <laughs> wow busy man <laughs> by the end of the season will he have more interceptions thrown or kids oh he just well uh he just accidentally threw one of his kids to a defender so he just lost <laughs> and a kid gained an interception all right <laughs> yeah. uh, no, i don't like no. those odds all right everybody 
that's where we'll do it with this week's podcast. That was a that long was a one. Long Jesus podcast. Christ. Rebecca's going to be home woo. from work here pretty soon. Uh, Stupid Miles Garrett. <laughs> Good luck with me editing this whole thing. So, so yeah. I'm gonna, yeah, not it's gonna be a tough one, but this is a good one, guys. That that'll do it for us here. Where Matt, Peter, where can people find you at on social media? The actual real Peter. Matt Mormon. Yep, go follow them. Go follow me at RyanViews573. That'll do it for us this week, everybody on the Views from the 573 podcast. Go check us out on all the platforms. Go check out Entertainment. <laughs> Go check out the our Mandalorian recaps. We're going to drop one sometime early next week for episode three. So be on the lookout for that. That'll do it for us here, everybody, this week. Thank you for tuning in. That being said, we'll talk to you next time. All right. Peter, try not to die this time. We can't have this on the podcast. No. Actually, it would probably be more interesting. <laughs> <laughs>